Oh, hell yeah, brother. Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Dale Earnhardt and um, Rusty Wallace. <laughs> and um, can I think of another one? Uh, Ricky Bobby. Fuck, I don't know, man. Welcome to another podcast, Stop Crying Poser, right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle. We do this every single Friday, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. For once, I got here on time, but we are a half hour late. But I showed up on time. We just sat here talking about funny stories before the podcast finally got started. And you know what? We got to laughing and having a good time. We forgot track of time, whatever. Jeff Gordon, goddammit. Sharky Genie, love my toe. Bravo, money sign. Leet Soup, War Machine, Venus, Die Trap, North Shooter, Infamy, Guyges, Keith Skates. I appreciate all you guys for being here. Our last two podcasts fell kind of short. Uh, we try to get up to the 45-minute mark, but the last two podcasts have only been like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So today I think we might be able to make it, but we have no news articles. Everything we talked about in the news is really boring. Uh, local news for me, it's just nothing but like school shootings and kids raping their teacher and murdering them. And it's like, eh, what do, what do I know about that? Who am I to discuss those type of politics. I haven't been in high school in a long time. Maybe it's changed. Maybe I'm out of the loop. Who knows? So I'll just talk about things that I know about. And one thing that's happened this week that's been a little bit more overboard than other weeks is my dreams. I've been having the craziest dreams, dudes. And first off, the first couple dreams was because melatonin. I've been taking melatonin to get back to sleep. What about the weed? Yeah, I still smoke the weed, but sometimes I need something bigger, stronger, faster. Oh, you guys remember that documentary about steroids? Yeah, so back to the weed, back to the melatonin. I had a dream. Now, hear me out. Picture this, okay? I'm in uh, like a dollar store situation or like a Walmart or something, and everyone around me has guns, but I don't have a gun, and it's kind of like a video game, kind of like a first-person shooter, so I grab an old lady, and in her hand, she has a big-ass revolver, so I grab her hand, and I have her, this old lady as a hostage, and then there's, like, police all around me, and I'm shooting the police, but using her finger to do it, so I'm, I'm forcing her finger to shoot at these police, and the police won't shoot back because they don't want to kill the old lady. So I'm just over there just like going to town, going from person to person, old lady to old lady, grabbing their gun for some, like, what kind of weird video game universe this would be. And then at some point, uh, all the shooting stopped and I just looked on the ground and I saw this little bucket of knickknacks and little small toys, like little kids toys, something you'd see at like a Michael's. Just a mixed box of things. They're all worth like $1. So I'm in there and I'm like, oh, cool. They have like uh, little checker pieces and little extra pieces for if you like lost your, your chess set and then ping pong balls. And in the middle of the shooting, I'm down there. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can find a, a bag of dice and a bag of ping pong balls. And I'm just looking around for the dice and the ping pong balls. And then my dog woke me up. So who else can dream? about a crazy hostage shooting situation and then have that dream spin into like me looking for little cheap dollar store items. I don't know. What does it mean? Does anyone want to try to um, hit me with the Miss Cleo and interpret 
My dream, I don't know, but that was the hostage dream. Next dream I had was about a cream pie. <laughs> it's not what you think, but it it is, but it's not. I can't explain this to you guys because it won't make sense. We just had, before I started, before we went live, I was just talking about crazy people. And now I'm realizing that I'm a fucking crazy person. So, I'm in a Mario world. I'm in, the, I'm in, a, I'm in, I'm in Mario world. I'm in the video game Mario world. Like, I'm Mario, and I'm just in this 2D platforming game, right? And I grab a throw block, which a throw block is like a purple block that you can pick up, and you can throw it at the wall, and it will break through a yellow turn block. It's just, it's part of Mario World. It's a video game, right, for Super Nintendo. It came out in, like, 1993 or something. So anyways, I grab this throw block, but as I grab it, instead of just being a block in a video game, it's a block of of thoughts like the inside this block is it's it's thoughts right I, I feel like i'm going off on like some joe rogan mushroom experience but instead of it just being a video game and a block of pixels it has all these different thoughts that you can unlock and you know there's all these different brain waves inside of it so then i throw it at a turn block and the turn block opens so now i can go under like i can go through the turn block and then that <laughs> That motion of me throwing this block of thoughts into the turn block was known as a cream pie. Can I explain that in any more detail? No, I can't explain it in any more detail because my brain was on another level for this dream and nothing I say makes any sense. And I don't know what I was thinking either. It wasn't, it had nothing sexual to do with it. Just something to do with like throwing a block of thoughts into a cream pie i don't know why and then i woke up i was like cream pie and i was like wait what why did i say that and i'm like what what are these dreams dude what's happening to me oh my goodness man how do you interpret that i don't know i mean not not only how do you interpret it what even am i talking about what even is a block of thoughts what does that mean in english i don't know i have no fucking idea I don't understand it either. So, last night, third the third night in a row of crazy dreams, I'm uh, walking around. I go into this ramen place. I walk in there. I sit down. I order a bowl of ramen. I'm with a friend who I don't I don't remember who that was, but I'm with somebody familiar. I'm with somebody familiar. We're eating ramen, and then someone who I watch on Twitch comes to the door. His name is On. Uh, A-H-N or A-N-H. I can't remember how to spell it, but his name is On. I watch him on stream. He goes from place to place. He eats good food and hangs out and goes to the beach and has fun. Just a regular ass Twitch stream that I like to watch. So On walks in. He goes, you guys didn't wait for me to order? And I was like, dude, I I totally forgot you were coming. And then I look out the window and I step outside for a minute to like use the phone or something. And I go, oh, fuck, dude. looks like a storm's coming. <laughs> I'm like, a storm's a coming. So I walk in, I'm like, dude, the, the storm's coming. What does that mean? I don't fucking know. But the storm is coming. So then, oh, it gets fucked, dude. The sky turns dark, like the sun disappears. All these, like, dark clouds appear, like tornado style. And then, like, the building starts shaking and spinning. The ramen spills. Um, and then there's just, like... The tables are sliding from space to space, and we're just like, fuck, I'm like, if I go outside, we're probably going to die. I'm like, but if we stay in here, 
like a table's going to crush us or something, and it just gets more and more violent, and then the roof collapses, boom, and doesn't land on anybody, like doesn't hurt anybody, and then the other side of the roof collapses, boom, and we're just like, fuck, dude, like this building is falling apart, it's like blowing away, like pieces of it are blowing away, your paper's flying everywhere, ramen, I spilled my ramen, which I barely got to fucking eat, and on is just there like, dude, fucking, I'm glad I showed up now, because I would have showed up late, you know, I would have died in the storm, and then eventually the storm fucking ends, and the building is just completely falling apart, and I'm looking at the server, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, like, we survived or whatever, so now, like, we're no longer indoors, because the roof has collapsed, so now we're just kind of, like, in this building of shambles, we're just like, fuck, dude, we're like, we should probably stay nearby, because... I'm looking around, it's still, like, the sky is still really dark. And for some reason, we're like, yeah, dude, uh, right after a big storm like this, even though it's not raining, you can still get struck by lightning. So we're just over there, just hanging out, like, we're trying to stay close to things. And then we're like, well, if lightning strikes nearby us anyway, we're probably still going to get fucked. And then um, some guy, <laughs> some customer walks up, and he's like, oh, I got to pick up, uh, pick up for James. And the server looks at him, he's like, uh... The building has collapsed. There's, we're not doing pickups anymore. He's like, yeah, I got like two ramens. Pick up for James. And he goes, look at the building. The building has collapsed. I, I don't have your order. And the guy's like, well, yeah, but you could probably like the kitchen. You could probably figure something out, right? I, I ordered it. You can probably figure something out. And the guy's like, no, the building has collapsed. There's no way I can serve you your food. So, yeah, James didn't get any ramen. And uh, then I woke up. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Is it interesting? Like, how do we how do we interpret these dreams, dude? What does the cream pie one mean? I don't know. What's the hostage one mean? I don't know. What's the collapsing ramen one mean? I don't know. I'm not sure. You could rename the podcast Steve's Wacky Dreams, Keith Skates says. Every time I have a dream, I try to, like, write it down in my phone or whatever. And the first thing I think is, oh, I got to save this. I got to save this memory. Because time and time again, over the years, I'll have a dream and I go, wow, this is worth remembering. I got to tell somebody about this. Usually it's a good dream. Usually it's not like me fucking dying or whatever, which I have those crazy, crazy dying dreams too, but I forget them. And I forget them in like five minutes. I'll get up, walk to the fridge and I go, damn, what was that dream? I just remember saying I need to, I need to remember this, but now it's been 30 seconds. I forgot it already. The dream is gone. So whatever, you know, that's, that's what happened this week of dreams. So you think that's three crazy dreams I had, and it's only been seven days since the last podcast. So something's going on in my brain, dude. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting ready for a huge mental breakdown. Wouldn't that be wonderful? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great for me to just wake up one day and be completely crazy? I've been talking about dreams a lot though lately. I don't, personally, I don't think dreams mean anything. A lot of people are like, Oh, uh, you have to like look up what your dream means. And there's like websites. I used to have a book actually way back in the day. I used to have a book that you could look up and be like, oh, what did the, what's this dream mean? But it's like, it is kind of interesting that we're all human beings and like a dream of you drowning is not uncommon. A dream of you falling off of a building is not uncommon. You know, dreams of people flying. You're flying around, not uncommon. Why do we all dream the same shit when we're all exposed to so much different things? It's it's an interesting thought that I know nothing about. Also, how do people learn anything about dreams? Like, you can go have a sleep study and they can just, like, scan your brain? What are they scanning for? I don't know. 
I have no idea. Just uh, just this podcast should just be called "Shit Steve Doesn't Understand." <laughs> yeah, the the podcast of things I don't fucking know. The podcast with no answers about anything. Uh, so today I put out a video called "The Gazelle Spin," and it's we got a skateboarding topic for once. In fact, we have two skateboarding topics today. The gazelle spin. Now, I don't want to sound like an old man, and I know I'm going to ramble a lot here, and my brain's going to go every different direction, but hear me out, okay? Something about this newer generation, they have this weird fucking obsession with naming skateboarding tricks dumb shit, okay? Skateboarding tricks that have already been named, that have already have a name that can already easily be described, but they have this, this need, to make the trick into their trick. They, like, that's their stamp on skateboarding. They didn't learn a new trick. They didn't do anything crazy. They just went online and created a dumb name for a trick. Some examples. The blizzard flip. The blizzard flip? Why would you ever call it a blizzard flip? Does it resemble a blizzard in any way? Does it make you cold? Or did some kid land his first kickflip 360 and he thought to himself man i could tell my friends that i landed a kickflip 360 and that would be cool and they would understand that or i could make myself sound cooler without doing anything cooler and rename the trick to blizzard flip i think it's a weird entitlement narcissist kind of thing like you could easily just say kickflip 360 you could easily say that or I'm not going to say I'm not contradictory, right? Because we have the ghetto bird. But let me explain something about the ghetto bird versus the blizzard flip, okay? Uh, the first person I ever saw ghetto bird was, I think, was Kareem Campbell. And he did a nolly hard flip and then backside revert, right? If you look at it from the side, the board is like spinning like the blades of a helicopter, also known as a ghetto bird. So at least in some way, in some way, it's comparable. Now, you explain to me... Uh, why I do a nolly big spin revert, how that resembles a gazelle. I'll wait. I'm going to sit here and patiently wait for somebody to figure out how a skateboard spinning across the ground resembles a deer-like animal. I don't, I don't know. And there's, there's dozens of them. Now I understand that we can't call every single trick a Geiger flip. You know what I mean? Because that guy invented a million tricks and he's making up names for him. But when we have a name already for a varial double flip, and I assure you, um, if I pulled off a varial double flip, I assure you I wouldn't have a nightmare. Nothing about it is nightmarish, okay? Nothing about it is scary, okay? I just talked to you about scary dreams. None of them awoken thoughts of a varial double flip. But I'm sure some fucking kid... Also, let's not forget what type of people do varial double flips. They're beginners. It's a kid that learns how to double flip, and the next best thing he figures out is varial double flip. Do you see him downstairs very often? No, it's not really an efficient trick to try to catch, right? So it's mainly a trick that beginners do and then eventually fades away because you can't really do much with the trick. So that being said, it's mostly beginners doing this trick. So it does not surprise me. Did some dumb fucking beginner ass, annoying, stupid fucking kid said to his friend in fourth grade, nah, in eighth grade, says, 
Hey, man, I learned a new trick today. I think it's never been done. I think no one on earth has ever done it. So I named it the nightmare flip. Oh, you named it that? Wow, you should write that online and spread it across the internet so we can all call it a nightmare flip. Yeah, that's a good idea. Also, varial double flip, eh, kind of makes you sound like a beginner. But if you're doing a nightmare flip, it sounds like you've really overcome a very scary skateboarding trick. And then you can hop on your fucking gazelle and ride through the blizzard. Fucking, it makes no fucking sense. Now, we have uh, the laser flip. Okay, I'm with you on that. If we could rename the laser flip and simply say heel flip three, or 360 heel flip, I'd be okay with that. Or 360 heel. Somebody might say, well, that could be easily be confused with a heel flip 360. No, no, no. No, it can't. Because the order of the words is different. Right? Heel flip 360, 360 heel. It's different. I say it's different. I'm not saying, I'm not the one to police how people talk about skateboarding. Although, last year, I did I did go on a whole, oh, I made a whole video about the, quote, fakey back lip. If you don't know what a fakey back lip is, then don't worry. Uh, you're one of 99% of skateboarders that also doesn't understand that when you're rolling up to a frontside rail, you can actually do a backside trick. How is that possible? I don't know. War Machine says the Diablo flip. What is a fucking Diablo flip? I, I bet you I can guess. I bet you it's a trick that already exists. I bet it's something like a tray flip revert or maybe, um, I don't know, maybe a big spin heel flip is now the Diablo flip. Or like, it's... <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, what, the other example that I used in today's video is the forward flip. That's right, people. There is a trick on a skateboard that I've always called a forward flip. Why do you think I called it that? I'll give you a moment to think about it. Well, you jump and you flip the board forward. It does a forward flip. It does a half flip. It does, it does a half flip forward. It, it flips forward. It's a forward flip. New generation, guess what they called it? I'll give you a guess. The dolphin flip. The dolphin flip. Why? Why would it be a dolphin flip? I've also heard it called the frosty flip and the porpoise flip. Are you fucking kidding me? The dolphin flip and the porpoise flip and the frosty flip. What about it was frosty? What is it with you guys in cold blizzards and frosties? Everyone's naming their fucking skateboarding tricks after Dairy Queen items and animals? I don't know why that occurred in skateboarding. And my theory is that the internet helps these fucking stupid names spread like wildfire. And uh, it's just a way for a kid to to make his lame trick sound cooler. That's, oh, that's my, (laughs) that's my theory. Do I know that to be true? No. But you know what? We all, we all have theories. The fucking gazelle flip. Are you fucking kidding me? Also, speaking of skateboarding. Guy Mariano, I saw this on Twitter. Guy Mariano, on his Instagram story, found a ledge and then said, hey, this new ledge just got built, and then put the address to the ledge. Guy Mariano, legendary Hall of Fame pro skateboarder, found a ledge and shared it with all of skateboarding. That's that's interesting. Pro skateboarder shared the location of a skate spot with all of skateboarding. Can you imagine? Oh, um, here's the thing. 
I think that there's a lot of hypocrisy going on now because a lot of people are saying, that's cool, man. That's cool that you're giving away skate spots. Like, that's really cool of you. When, if we go back one year, 99% of you fucking loser-ass skateboarders are hiding spots. You're hiding spots under this weird, like, veil of, like, oh, well, I just don't want the spot to get blown up because if too many people skate it, uh, you know, it might, it might be gone. Okay, cool. Uh, like Hollywood High? Like that, like that place? Like, I'm like, first off, bitch, all these skate spots are temporary. We just live on Earth. Earth is, Earth is nonstop change. Okay? And if your skate spot gets knobbed, you can denob it. Of course, why would you denob it when you can go on Twitter and bitch? Like, that's, first off, that's, that's, that's your main line of attack. First thing you do when your skate spot gets knobbed is you go online and say, I wish, I wish nobody gave away the location. That's the first thing you do is, but after you clean up your tears, feel free to go grab a fucking grinder and take the knob off. You fucking lazy bitch. Skate spots come and go. They come and they go. I've been skating for 22 years almost. Skate spots come and go regardless of how many people know about the spot. And then the next line of thinking, these kids are, they're just grasping, they're grasping at excuses. Well, what about the people that go skate and they leave trash? <laughs> Whoever said that has 100% left trash at a skate spot. 150%. 1,000, 1,000%. Whoever says, well, those guys are going to leave trash. That's a fucking litter bug. I can already tell. (sighs) I just, I'm not a fan of people that that keep skate spots secrets. I'm not. Like, you can do whatever you want with your spot. Um, What was it? I think it was my friend Gary once said, uh. He said, you can have your skate spot, but if I find it, now it's our skate spot, and now I can do whatever the fuck I want with my half. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's that's how it is. I, I would hate the idea that, that one skateboarder in like a skate crew would chastise another skateboarder. You told fucking Jerry where the spot is, dude? Now Jerry's going to bring Patrick, dude. Now Jerry and Patrick are going to land the back tail before me. Way to fucking go, asshole. Yeah, Jerry and Patrick are going to go land that back tail. You fucking pussy. It's a fucking skate spot. Get over it. My God. Not Jerry. Not Patrick and Jerry. Not Tom and Jerry. Oh, man. It's just the idea of hoarding spots. I've, I've gone over this many times. But but now the, the, the great, the great legendary guy Mariano has... I wouldn't say taking a stance, but he's 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 urged skateboarding to take a step in the right direction, right? Is it does it hurt skateboarders to be kind to one another? Does that hurt? Like I'm all for bullying at the skate park. I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong there. But hoarding your skate spots is I think it's another topic. I don't know. It's 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 funny to talk about, but I just, I can never see myself being that guy. I tweeted about it. I wrote, you know what? You know what I like, friends? A chef that shares his recipe. Nothing worse than some punk-ass grandma who you say, hey, what's in this? What's in these tamales? Oh, I can't tell you. No, you can tell me, bitch. You just won't. And now I hope you fucking die and no one gets the recipe. No one gets your stupid family recipe. These tamales suck. Fuck you. They're not, they're not made with love, Right? They're not made with love. You're not sharing kindness. You're hoarding a fucking a cumin. Bitch, all you had to say was cumin. Oh, I put cumin. I put extra cumin. Okay, cool. The end. Thanks. Now, now I can 
Now I can eat good with my family. Like, what kind of fucking asshole does that? I, I look at skateboarding the same way. A chef who shares their recipe has a step in the right direction, skateboarders. My God. I, uh, I don't get it. War Machine says, uh, only I can trespass here, man. You know what? It's funny, too. Um, one of the skate spots that was in question here, locally, I got into, like, a small argument. This fucking school was built in the 1960s. And there was a handrail there. And it's been there for a long time. And people only started to skate it, I don't know, in the past 10 years, right? So I got I get these fucking dudes who are, you know, like in their teens and early 20s going, yeah, dude, uh, try not to tell anybody about this spot. I go, oh, this building that was made in the 60s? This public school which sees uh, 1,000 children walk up these stairs every single day? I have to keep this a secret? I have to keep this public school built in the 60s a secret because you don't want anyone to land the, the crooked grind first? Fuck you, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, that, your, that your grandfather was the principal. I didn't realize that you had ownership over this school. I pay way more taxes than you. <laughs> Remember that? Remember that quote back in the day? Um, I think it was from a real video or it might have been from a trans world. This guy's like, I pay taxes on this shit, or no, uh, I think it was a cop. I think it was a cop talking about, uh, you guys aren't allowed to skate here, you know, fuck taxes. And the guy just looked at the cop, and he's like, I pay way more taxes than you. If if anyone should be allowed to skateboard here, it's me. <laughs> I never forgot that. Maybe we can find that quote one day um, and give it some better context. Anyways, the, the hoarding of skate spots is fucking lame. So that's all I got to talk about. I have some movies, man. I saw a couple movies. Both of them I really liked. I watched a movie called Argo. These are both on Netflix, by the way. I watched a movie called Argo. I'll try to set it up without spoiling anything. Although, it's pretty much already spoiled when, it, when as soon as you read like the, the about section on Netflix. These people get taken hostage in, uh, fuck, I don't know, in like Iran, I think. They get taken hostage. Americans get taken hostage. And they're hiding out. And um, America has to figure out a way to get these hostages out. But they have to do it in a secret way. They have to be super secretive about it. So they come up with this big, crazy idea to to send like people to pretend pretend they're making a movie. And they'll be out there. It's like, and they're pretending to be Canadian. So Americans are going, pretending to be Canadian to save these hostages under the guise of, we're making a fake movie. And I guess it was based on a true story. I'm not really 100% sure how true it was or whatever, but Argo, definitely worth watching if you guys, if you like, um, I don't know, it's kind of like a thriller. It's really like, what do you call it when, when a movie builds up like your anxiousness? Um, it has a lot of that, whatever that word is. So definitely check out Argo. And the movie I finished last night is called Molly's Game, and it was, I really enjoyed it, all right? I don't want to be like misogynistic, but most movies where like a chick is the main star and the main, the main fucking, the main plot is all about a chick. Most of those movies bore me, especially if it's like a chick MMA fighter. And I'm like, okay, cool. Or like a chick that goes around like beating up like multiple dudes. I'm like, okay, this is annoying. I watched one the other day. Uh, it was called like Colombiana or something. It was, it was a chick doing like a bunch of tactical shit with a rifle, but she had a she had, a, she had she was left-handed but shooting a right-handed rifle and I was it was just like pissing me off the entire time. Ugh. Um 
Kind of like, what is it? What's that martial arts guy that uh, everyone makes fun of? Have you guys seen him in his action movies? It's the martial arts guy with the slick back hair. He's kind of tall and big. Steven Seagal. That motherfucker holding a gun is so hilarious. That Watching him try to be tactical with a rifle is fucking hilarious. Because nothing is right. It's completely wrong. And it wouldn't take more than ah, five minutes watching a YouTube video to figure out, like, I don't know how to clear a room or how to, like, turn left around a corner. Not to mention that at least somebody on this movie set, at least somebody on this movie set, hopefully was in the military, right? Like, I feel like anywhere I go, someone in, in the room is, has been in the military. If I go to the bar, at least five people in that bar have been in the military. If I go to the grocery store, at least one person in line has been in the military, right? So I don't know how this guy's on a movie set with, with 45 employees and not one person has ever been in the military. Could have walked up and been like, hey, um, if you shoot the gun like this, it's gonna fucking fall out of your hands. This, this this stock part goes on your shoulder. Oh, well, that's not how I do it. Okay, motherfucker. Yeah, and you trained Anderson Silva, you dumb bitch. What was I talking about? Oh, Molly's Game. I usually don't like movies when they're centered around women, but this is a really good movie. I liked it a lot. It's, uh, it's about a chick who basically, well, it's really a deep movie. It's There's like multiple smaller storylines, but the main storyline is this chick is facing prison time. Because she made millions of dollars running illegal like gambling gambling rooms, and me, you know, I like I like movies about gambling already. I'm not much of a poker player, but it's just a really well made movie. Molly's Game. I don't know if it's new, but it I think it just came out on Netflix, so it finally hit Netflix, and I really liked it. I thought it was dope as fuck. So if you guys are looking for movies to watch, Argo. Kind of like an old-timey spy movie about rescuing hostages. Um, not so much a shooting movie. Not a bunch of shooting. Molly's Game. Um, yeah, kind of like, kind of cool. Pretty good movie. So those are the movies. And that's all I got for you guys today. No trivia because I can't just come up with trivia on the fly today. But we'll have trivia next time. And you guys will have a chance to win a Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack. You guys got to uh, maybe try to remind me of trivia before we get started. Because, yeah, I can't, I can't come up with one on the fly. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. Can I get a hell yeah from everybody in the chat? It looks like we got this podcast to about eh, 32 minutes. So we're getting warmer. But don't blame me for the world not having interesting news. You know, what, what used to happen for this podcast, we would go through the news and there'd be all these interesting stories of crazy criminals and things you wouldn't expect and dumb criminals and smart criminals and criminals that look dumb. And we'd read the articles and find spelling mistakes, but no more. Nothing in the world is interesting. COVID came, fucked up all interesting news. And then after that, Will Smith, thankfully, my Lord and Savior, Will Smith, slapped COVID out of our lives. And I don't even know what the fuck's going on with Russia because... No one's talking about that shit anymore either. So, oh, you know what? This would have never happened if Dale Earnhardt was still alive. I'll tell you that. Shout out to Sharky Genie, Leet Soup, Cat Makes, Love My Toe, Keith Skates, Gyges, Infamy. I appreciate all you guys. appreciate the support. We got a couple of subscribes today from Bravo Moneyline, Money Sign, uh, Keith Skates, a couple of small donations. I, uh, I love the donations. I love when you guys send me money. Right? You want to support me? Send money. Just act like you're my grandma and send me money every every year for my birthday. But if you don't have money, go, you should get a job and get money and then send then send me the money. But until then, 
If you want to support, tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a friend, a coworker, your brother, your friend's brother. Go online on Call of Duty and sit in the lobby. And instead of yelling the N-word, tell your friends about the podcast. It It's going to make you feel better. You're, you're doing something nice. You're bringing um, joy to people around you. And you're sharing the most important gift of all. Me. I am the most important gift of all. You go to a friend's birthday party, you forgot to buy a gift. Me. He say, open up your hands and say, guess what it is? Say, it's twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle. Every Friday on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle, right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. You guys can come watch me. So that's all I got for you guys. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Friday. I hope everyone has a nice weekend. Be safe out there. And as always, don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. That's not how I hold the rifle.